Welcome back to Keiko Talks. I'm excited about tonight's episodes where we will be playing We're Not Really Strangers. It's a card game that I really enjoy playing and allows you to get to know someone on a deeper level. The game consists of three levels, perception, connection, and reflection. Tonight's episode, we are focusing on level one perception. So get ready to dive deep and play We're Not Really Strangers. Welcome back to another episode of Keiko Talks. Um, So today's episode is going to be a little different. Um, We are going to play We're Not Really Strangers. So it is a card game um, where you basically just get to know, you know, maybe for friends, family, loved ones, strangers on a uh, deeper or a different level than what you may have already known them. So um, this game... I first will say this is not sponsored by them, um, obviously. And um, I just really, really, really enjoy this game. So that's why we're kind of playing it. But there are three levels. There's level one, which is um, perception. There's level two, which is connection. And then there's level three, that is reflection. Um, So basically what we're going to do, we're going to go back and forth asking each other questions, but we're both going to answer all of the questions. And um, yeah, so... I'm really excited about this game, actually. I I really, 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 really like it. And you can find this game, I think, I think Target, I'm pretty sure Target has it. And then they have a website. So we're not really strangers. Definitely go get the game. It's great. So Courtney, are you excited? Yeah, I think this is definitely going to be a, um, I mean, from what I know about it so far, it's like already a, like interesting probing questions. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm excited to definitely get started uh, asking each other these questions because, like, you and I know each other, like, so well. Like, exactly. You're, probably the, you're okay. the person who shared the most of my experiences, you know, mm-hmm. which yeah. not everybody actually gets because because um, we are twins. Everybody doesn't actually have that experience, like somebody who really has went through every life stage with them, you know. Yeah, exactly. No, 100%. That's so true. Yeah, like even people who have close siblings, it's not quite the same because you don't really have, you know, age differences can separate different stages in your lives. Yeah. And even like experiences. So though you may have experienced the same thing, if you're at different age points, then the experience could be very, very different. So fortunately, we are twins. And so pretty much every experience has been, um, pretty much the same I don't remember us ever being separate until like probably middle school so um and it may be like a day or two nothing major and then college so though I will say our experiences are very different so it's it's interesting Mm -hmm. all right so you want me to go first or you want to start and we'll just go back and forth um well we'll both be answering each other's questions right yeah, yeah. But well, like okay. only you ask your questions, I ask my question, we just go back and forth in between that, but we both answer. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead, you you lead the way. All right. So my first question is, do you think plants thrive or die in my care? Explain. Ooh. Actually, I've seen this, so I think plants definitely thrive in your care. And it's because okay. uh, you were very nurturing and caring towards like other lives <laughs> I don't say like non-human lives but like wow <laughs> not that you're not nurturing towards humans but like I think people who are dependent on you in a like almost like motherly way 
you're you're mm-hmm. so much more nurturing to them, like small children or animals or plants. Mm-hmm. People who who don't have like grown adults, you have a low tolerance for. I feel like. <laughs> Or just like even older kids it's because I think when you see that they're making their own choices and they don't, they're not dependent, then you're like, I don't, yeah. I, my job. Don't want is, anything to do. Is done. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a solid note for me. Yeah. And it's like things that really don't talk back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things that don't talk. Like, that's a real big seller for me. Yeah. Things that don't talk, but you can still nurture. So, and that's, you know, plants are the same thing. Like plants are always just yeah. giving giving, you know, either fruit or oxygen or like, you know, exactly. nice to look at. Like there's nothing really. Yeah. And they you. might need water once. Well, I, I will say I've been struggling with certain plants, but my succulents thriving. Yeah. Great. The plants that are hard to kill. I got you. Come mm-hmm. to me. That I'm, you know, the ones that you can like water once a week, like my succulents, you only have to water them like once a week. It's great. Mm-hmm. All right. So do I think you kill or you thrive or die? Your die, plants thrive or die in your care? I'm going to go ahead and say die. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney is like, I'm doing me this time around. You know what I'm saying? So Courtney. Mm-hmm. It would be because think, it would be because I have 85 other things that I'm like doing. And I would just so like, why? have you seen my house? It's like a zoo in here. Yeah. But I but you set up your house like you cannot not look over these your animals and your plants because there's so much there's so much there. Exactly. I would have like one little itty bitty plant, like let me just test this out, and it's dead two weeks later. Because I would put exactly. that's it. what I'm saying. They would die happily. Yeah. They're probably better off be dead, I'm not gonna lie. Exactly. That's <laughs> why I I tell you all the time, like I'm not I, I have stages to potential motherhood. It would be a plant first, then maybe an animal, and then maybe a child. Like mm-hmm. I and I have not even started the plant, so like that lets you know how far removed I am from like motherhood in any way. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well so yeah, I no place for me. I have I have no other living being in this like in my apartment than me. I'm the only exactly. Living. <laughs> exactly. See? And I'm trying to get that together, okay? <laughs> oh, Lord. Can barely hold on to that. Yes. So, yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely correct. I, I plant will be dead in my hair. That's why I don't get them. Yeah. I have a fake yeah. plant. That's it. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, Lord. Okay. It's your turn. Okay, so my question is... Um, what character would I play in a movie? Okay. In a movie? It could be also a character type. It could be an archetype if you can't think of like a specific character name. Got it. Okay. Mm. I feel like you would play like someone that is like a strong black woman that don't need no man. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what you would play. Or I could see you being like, the you know okay so you know Tyler Perry back in the day like the mom uh-huh the mom and I don't know which movie which movie that is well either one honestly they're we have the same archetype so anyways the mom that's just, <laughs> I can see you making a Tyler Perry movie being the mom that's like you know you need to I can see it I can see which it mom? um not the evil mom I can see you playing her too oh my I can oh see my you. god <laughs> 
<laughs> I can see, you know, listen, like acting wise, like I can see you getting into that character, not like you actually like acting like that, like in real life. Well, I, I can just see you like really pulling that off. Playing off evil, angry mom? Yeah, I can see you doing it. Well, I didn't know you thought you don't that. So? <laughs> you don't think so? I mean, I guess I like to think I'm a little bit kinder than that, but <laughs> I guess not. No, I definitely do think that, but I'm just saying, like, I could see you playing that and killing it. Uh, well, I'm 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 a hard ass at times. I'm a, so I can I see that if that's what you're talking about. I'm yeah, like, exactly. Like I can see you direct. really like thriving in that role. I could be di- very direct and very like no nonsense if I had to be. Exactly. I could do that if that's yeah. I can see that. I mean that's that's for my purse. That's I don't know if it's totally my personality, but it's a part of me I have to like. I feel like I have to have in order to like exist and in like the spaces I want to exist in like you know uh-huh. filmmaking especially in being a woman alone for real in the world like I I just feel like you can't be walking around ditzy <laughs> you can't be walking around just like yeah hugging trees hugging everybody and trying to be kind to everybody because like people will take advantage of that so no, I, can see that. I mean I think I, I could probably get into it yeah see I feel yeah. like you could like yeah. really pull that role off especially with like your no nonsense like I could really see you like Pulling that character off, I really could. Yeah. Okay. I can. I can reason with that. Okay. I think, I think my. <laughs> I was thinking I would come off as like the like weird obsessive like nerdy scientist or like artist. <laughs> kind no, of like. I don't see that. You don't think I could come off like that? Mm, I think you could play that role, but I feel like that's. I don't know. No, less likely. Mm. I was gonna, I was definitely thinking like I could be like nutty professor. I mean, not like scientist, but artist, nutty yeah. like that. Hmm. I mean, maybe, but I feel like because like there's also a level of like submissiveness to that role, and I feel like that's less like you. Mm, right. I don't submit to shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, um, yeah. like you're trying to be some strong black woman type of person because there's no way. Yeah. But I do think, well, see, I think I'm trying to get out of that era of just, I don't want to come off just as like only strong, only like, I don't want to come off vulnerable and weak either, but I also don't want to come off as like too hard either. Cause mm-hmm. I don't think that's totally me either, or it shouldn't be, yeah. I guess. But that's true. I don't know. For now, out in these LA streets, I do got to kind of buck up a little bit cause the home, like, <laughs> will be a mess. <laughs> Anyway, okay. All so, right. Um, now, anything about your character? Mm-hmm. Honestly, my honest opinion, I think you would be. I I can see you playing a strong black woman too. Although I don't think that's your first one. Like that's yeah. not my first role. I see you being like, honestly, the person like something in nature. <laughs> really? Okay, I would take that. Like an activist of some sort. <laughs> or like 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 the Marley and me type like the person like the yeah, okay. me with the animals mm, yeah okay yeah you know somebody came out one it's a long story so somebody told me that I look like I could be like a humanitarian I was like mm, okay <laughs> like an animal humanitarian I, was, I really can't disagree with that <laughs> I don't think you, no, I, mean, I really can't 
I hope it keeps you up because I do think. I mean, you kind of are one halfway. Donnie, you just, just in your own out. space, you're like you create an environment that is like all souls, no matter what body it comes in. Yeah, is a part of part. like the ecosystem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you really are very the animals. Yeah, you're very attentive to the needs of like non-humans, which is nice. That's really, I mean, it's a beautiful thing because most people look over animals as like like sentient beings who need that kind of care. Yeah. And you're very attuned yeah. to it. Like you're, you know, you're telling me about Ocean's poop the other day. Like I, that would have slipped by me so quick. I know. Yeah. And you really like study these I wouldn't. Things. Like you, you really sit down and understand the habits of your animals mm-hmm. that everybody does not take the time to do. You know, it's kind of like a kid. You have to like pay attention in order to know a lot of things. Yeah, but they don't talk. They don't whine. They don't. Don't be wrong. They have like their little fits or whatever, but like in an animal way, so it's great. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's it's harder though because a kid will make noise and mm-hmm. use it to indicate something's wrong. Animals are not making noise regularly so you have to it's like you have to observe their behavior and their patterns mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to even know if something is off and a lot of people I think don't sit down and observe patterns of behavior yeah that's true they're just like oh that that pet it's here kind of thing yeah, so, yeah that's fair that's what I would see you playing is like either some humanitarian some activist or somebody I hate to say tree hugger but like sort of yeah, you know, I honestly don't disagree with that. I feel like that's actually very fitting. So, <laughs> especially with the person that I am today, you know, eh, can't yeah. disagree. Yeah. yeah or like plant mom or like holistic something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Outside doing like yoga for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. <sighs> yeah. Who would have thought? Me of all people. Because the thing is, like, as a kid, I did not like animals. I really did not. That's why. Yeah, it is. Animals to the household. Yeah. And Courtney was also, as a kid, she wanted to be a veterinarian. So it was like, it's just very strange that me, because I did not. Like when we got our first bunny, I did not want that bunny in the house. (laughs) Well, you didn't? Well, it wasn't that. I was just like, that's Courtney's problem. Like, I want nothing to do with that. I'm not cleaning up poop kind of thing. It wasn't that I didn't, I really didn't care if he was there. It's just like, "Mm, that's gross. And then you end up being. And then I like grew it. I was going to say, I was like the most attached. So. Exactly. Interesting. Whatever. All right. So next question is, do you think I intimidate others? Why or why not? I think, I mean, it depends on who, like, it depends on who. I think Uh you're less intimidating probably than me, but I do think, (laughs) I think you're intimidating in a sense of like, um, like you're not, you're not like lowbrow. So there's a standard. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think that can be people who are okay with like lowbrow. You know, like, True. they're not going to like approach you with like any type of crap. Yeah. And you can't because I wish I You not call it out. Yeah. And also, like, I think you're very quick, especially now, to be like, well, I'm no longer dealing with you. And you'll just cut it cold turkey and there's nothing else to say. Absolutely. I don't I owe mean, you an explanation and you don't owe yeah, me one. So. That can be intimidating to people. Um, so yeah, that's what, I, that's what I think. And you'll just move in your own way and like figure out what you're going to do 
from that point on. There's no like yeah. questions. That can be intimidating. No talking. That's one thing I don't. We don't talk. Huh? There's no need in talking. I don't do all that talking these days. Yeah. I think that that's can fair. be intimidating. Okay. To people who people who are more used to manipulating and getting what they want, I think that's intimidating. Very true. Very true. Yeah. See, but that's when you have an ulterior motive. So, like, exactly. And then it's like that's why, and it's exactly why we. I behave this way for people like you. Exactly. Exactly. Disgusting. Anyways, all right. Um, so for you, I do I think others are intimidated by you. Um, I feel like you know this, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, very like independent. I don't need anybody. I can do this myself. Um, don't talk to me. Don't come in my space. And um, which like I know the history and like the, the background. So like I feel like that's also very warranted in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like a lot of life you've, you know, we've ended up doing alone. So it's, mm-hmm. it's warranted. So. Yeah. But yeah. I try not to, I want to, I mean, here's the thing. I don't, I've st- decided that like the whole idea of like someone being intimidated is like, are you, if you're intimidated because you just want easier access to me, then absolutely mm-hmm. be intimidated. Because you shouldn't be feeling like you just have access to anybody, or you know what I mean. Yeah. So if if you're intimidated because you you felt like my standard should have been lower, or I should have just accepted something or whatever, then absolutely you should be shaking in your boots. Because I don't want you thinking that you came over, that you should just be able to come over and do whatever. You know what I mean? True. But I don't. I think also like I think I don't want that to get misinterpreted as like that I'm an unkind person. Cause I don't mm-hmm. think I'm like a genuinely unkind person. I think that like, like, like I was saying, I'm a hard ass, but it's like to do some of the stuff that I've done and continue to do, like you had, there's no time to sort of sit around and be like, well, I don't know. Maybe there's like no time for questions. True. You know? <laughs> yeah. Especially in this age where people are very like manipulative and like they have this get over personality. It's like, Exactly. Anything in question, just let it go. So, yeah, I know sometimes it's been strictly me being intimidating people that has kept me from people being uh, manipulative or crossing boundaries. I know it's this their fear of whatever repercussions might come out of it that has kept them from mm-hmm. doing things that could have been even more de- detrimental to me. And so yep. I don't, I don't look at intimidation for all people as like negative if you have negative intentions and you're intimidated because you think there's going to be something you know bad a bad consequences for you in the end absolutely be afraid because you should feel the consequences of messing with somebody who's not bothering you you know what i mean yeah that's it's like it's like yeah um, in school it's like if you don't think there's any consequences for you going up and hitting a teacher then you're gonna, gonna go hit a teacher but if you know i might get expelled what'd you say so you're sadly mistaken. Yeah, like, but if you know I'm probably going to get expelled, that's going to go to my mom, that's going to be this, and it's this long list of things coming down the pipeline. Yeah, you need to be intimidated by that rule. That's what the boundary is for. You know what sure. I mean? And I'm not saying that it has to, like, keep you in total fear, but if your intention is bad in the first place, I, what, what do I care if you're afraid of the rule? You know? Yeah. That's all I think about yeah. it. Just gotta have boundaries and you know, people are 
are willing to push your boundaries to see how far they can go with you. Most people are. Most people are okay pushing boundaries. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do think there's like a level of like natural boundary pushing, Mm -hmm. but like there has to also be like a level of respect, like with that. So agreed. Yeah. Which I feel like that's what lacks in a lot of people. It's just like I'm pushing and pushing and pushing till I can't push anymore to see how far I can like break you almost. Oh yeah. And um, it's just it's I think especially being like women, young women, who we are, people thrive off of pushing young women's boundaries. That's like that's how some people get off on that. Seriously. Like that's why so many, especially young people, get into precarious situations is because somebody pushed a boundary that they really shouldn't have been pushing, right? Sure. Whatever. And I just feel like at this point in my life, like my boundaries have to be at like rock hard steel because people will push them. And, and like, as like Caitlin said, despite as intimidating as I might come off to people, people still push. Yeah. All the time. They still don't care. So that's so like, I don't know. Yeah, it's wild. But all right, we'll go to my next question. Okay. Um, because I answered yours, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. What is the first thing you notice about me? We're still on level one, yeah. 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 What's the first thing you notice about me? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Courtney and I are twins. So the first thing I noticed about her was that she was stealing all my food and wound. <laughs> Yes. And um yeah. We have like a an interesting perspective here because I I've never known life without Courtney. So mm-hmm. I mean I and I guess I don't really remember that. I just I've been told that that I was like the smaller twin in wound. So Courtney's still in my food. She was right there. Homegirl. Yeah. This was a hard question. Like when we were discussing this prior to the episode, it was like hard to answer these first questions because it's like I mean yeah how do you answer a first when you've been with somebody since conception exactly like I don't know anything about life without her there is no recollection of without her yeah so I'm sure I had a some sort of recollection of you as an infant yeah but but like it, it never was like before like it was always like okay yeah I was alive she was alive yeah, there's never so there's yeah. no never there's before. no initial like oh I met you I mean I'm I guess in utero yeah but I mean no kid remembers really that so not just in utero <laughs> yeah no one remembers that nobody exactly. anyways okay so your first impression first impression I I guess I'll take it back to like kindergarten <laughs> really. Well, I mean, it's not that I had like an impression, but I I remember being like, "Oh, that's my sister. That's my best friend." Mm-hmm. That's my first impression, and like hmm. playmate, and like you yeah, know, true. like giggle buddy. Yeah, that was all. That was my first impression. Got and then obviously, as we grew up, we developed into different personalities. Yeah, so, yeah, that's true. But I wouldn't call it a. It really isn't an impression so much yeah you know because impressions are sort of quick it's more like you discover about about this person who's born with you mm-hmm. yeah that's what i'd say yeah, okay i'm trying to think like my first like memory of like oh you know what that is my like i re- like i my recollection of like okay that's 
that's Courtney. Mm-hmm. Um, it would probably be okay. I probably shouldn't say this. <laughs> I'll record it. <laughs> but my first recollection would probably be like when we were left at home mm. by aunt. And we were on the couch hanging out. I was like, oh, okay. Like, we can do this. Like, I got to take care of this this person. Yeah. I think that was, like, the first time that I, like, I actually remember in my own mind that I have not been told. Like, I remember you were sitting there. I was sitting there. And we, like, I think you, like, got down or something like that. And I got down, too. And I was like, no, you got to go sit down. That's what he said. You got to sit down. (laughs) So uh, I do remember that. That was my first recollection of, like, okay, this is, this is Courtney, like, I know who that girl is. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. She's cool. We can hang out together. I got to take care of this person. So, yeah. yeah. We had to like, we were just, I mean, I would honestly say, especially going down there, we were just, it was like, it was, he's called freaking frag. It was like that, actually, oddly yeah. enough. Like, yeah. It was very much, we were each other's keepers in different ways. For sure. And we were like little buddies like little kids trying to like you know go through life but we were together so mm-hmm. yeah interesting yeah, that's, yeah, that's interesting because mm-hmm. i think you just once you like start to become more conscious as a kid you're like yeah that's my that's like that's my friend or like that's my buddy mm-hmm. that's always here and then you yeah. learn like no this is my sister this is we are mm-hmm. connected because we have the same parents you know yeah yeah, I don't. Yeah, I definitely didn't understand that concept. I was like, "Oh, she just lives with me." Like this person goes yeah. where I go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I've never like thought about that. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, All right. So next question. Other question. Um, what about me is most strange or unfamiliar to you? I'm thinking. Um, I think like some, I guess some of your interest because we're so mm-hmm. we're like different now. Yeah, that's sort of strange to me because it's not uh, it's not me doing it's not my exact interest. So that mm-hmm. feels more strange to me because like mm-hmm. I was saying, we're co- like connected. Yeah, by birth and life experiences, but we also are different people too. So like things that interest you, like you're like, I was mentioning earlier with the animals. It's not that I wouldn't love animals and haven't like, like we've taken care of animals together, but I think Mm -hmm. your bond goes deeper. And so it's like strange, but really beautiful. (laughs) Same time. I'm like, I don't, I love the animals that we had and I love them hard, but I didn't, I think you just connected to them on a soul level. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's fair. And so that's, it's strange because I don't know if I have that ability. I don't think it's that you don't. I just think like, like I understand the, the the choice in not having this because, you know, there, there's restrictions that come with it. There's a whole bunch of stuff that comes with it. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think that's fair. Like that's what I would say is, is, and I hate to say, I don't like the word strange because it sounds negative, but it's more something I don't, I don't feel like is necessarily me directly. True. You yeah. know? Which is fair because we're like individuals. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Mine would be, 
Something that's strange or unfamiliar. Mm. I probably have to agree and be like the interest because like a lot of things that like film and stuff like that, that's mm-hmm. like odd to me because I just don't understand it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I like not necessarily interested in doing it, but there's like a level of respect there of like, oh, that's what she's interested in. She can educate me on those things. I can educate her on some other things. Um, so I appreciate that about like our relationship these days because we are opposites. And then it's not like you're interested in everything I'm interested in, which I already know about, you know? Um, yeah always a level of like learning and sharing and whatnot that goes into it um which to me keeps any relationship uh interesting yeah yeah that's your interest too even like when it comes to like makeup and stuff now and like your clothing options it's like it's cool to see because I'm just not interested in those things um Mm -hmm. and you are so I learn a lot and like you know by proxy kind of get to like dress through you you know what I mean Mm um but I mean it's just not something I'm necessarily interested in so yeah well, you used to steal my clothes. That's true. But it would like I would steal it and I would not be cute. <laughs> like, oh, girl, you should have just left that in the closet. <laughs> I didn't think you dressed bad. I just think like you have to really be attentive to to style to do it well. Like it's it's and I know why people some people just don't put the effort. Yeah, it. You have to be very attentive to it, actually. Yeah. And literally, I would literally like go grab a shirt, for example, and like put some jeans on. Like, mm, that's not how you do that, sweet cheeks. <laughs> that's just not how you do it. So, like now, I'm just like I understand that. I'm just like just stay away. Like, just you know, not necessarily stay away, but if I'm going to do it, do it. If you're not, just don't. You know, don't halfway. Yeah. And I also too like you cannot let the clothes wear you. You have to wear the clothes. You know what I mean? That's the clothes are wearing me. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people think if I just put it on, I'm doing mm-hmm. it right. But yeah, it looks like, good, and it did it. That is, yeah. like, no, it's it's how you wear it. It's how you feel about what you're wearing too. Mm-hmm. And it's to me, style really has to come from within. Like, you have to, you got to really like yourself to put on nice, like to look. You know what I mean? I think so. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, me personally, I'm just more of a comfort person. Like, I'm all about comfort. Like, I can put on a really cute outfit, but I can promise you by the time I leave the house, it's going to be comfort. So mm-hmm. it's, you know. Mm-mm. I'll sacrifice comfort. Which is so odd because our parents are literally both dressers. Like, they're both, like, very into, like, looking cute, dressing up. And I'm like, I don't know how I got here because your girl is definitely, like, sweatpants and a T-shirt. Like, all time. Leggings and a T-shirt. <laughs> I like I don't even wear jeans anymore it's literally leggings sweatpants possibly some like norts mm-hmm. so I'm really giving like soccer mom on a Saturday every day <laughs> <laughs> at all times I'm definitely giving mom vibes so I dress up for work but like it's definitely like almost the same thing some comfortable pants and a nice little blouse shirt whatever I'm not about yeah. to try I can promise you that I get that that's so wild because like because I was the one who played sports, so I always look kind of, like, bummy as far as sports are mm-hmm. concerned, you know. Or at least, like, mm-hmm. athletic, which is not exactly dressed up. But I always did, like, as hard as I had to go with the athletic look, I, like, flipped it 360 at all times, <laughs> like, during the school. Yeah. Period, and yeah, had, like, you wouldn't even know I was an athlete if you, like, looked at me, like, just at 2 o'clock in the middle of the day. You wouldn't know. Like, I was, I very, I... I like need that dual personality. If that's that's like sounds so weird, but like I like I have to have both. I have to have both lanes. That's mm. fair. 
Yeah. So you can get down and dirty, but you got to like clean it up too, you know? Yeah. See, I'm down and dirty. Stay down and dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some Norts and I'm good, you know? Give me some sweatpants and I'm extra good. Yeah. But I do get like casual. I get casual wear because like. That's I don't like you get casual. Your casual is still dressy. Huh? Your casual is still dressy. Yeah. I don't wear leggings like that. I just, when you cut out. Girl, do you even own any? I have, no, I have plenty of them. I wear them occasionally. It's just like, like when I was driving out to LA, I, I was only wearing leggings pretty much because I knew it was in my car. I just wanted to like yeah. go and I didn't want to dig through my, you know, bags or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, even actually even me driving out to LA, the biggest, you know, bulk of stuff I brought was my clothes. Like I, I collect clothes. That's odd to me. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be so disappointed to see my closet these days. I promise you. You'd be like, Caitlin, what is this? Yeah, I found it at Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing I, is, I have a thrift shop too. So like, I, it's not like a price thing for me. It's just, I guess because I, I consider clothing kind of like, a, it's like wearable art. So I collect it. That's fair. You know? so. Yeah. No, I definitely like go to like the sweatshirt section and be like, oh my God, this is so cute. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, well, opposites do attract. So maybe yeah. that's how we got here. You know, our souls were like, we're opposites. Exactly. Or, I mean, I think we just have learned to appreciate, like, this is who you are. This is who I am. And yeah. there's beauty in each space, you know? And we're also fraternal. So, like, we're genetically even different. So, you know, right. that concept also helps with the rationale. Like, we're legit two different in- individuals. Mm-hmm. Um and so, yeah, we have different interests and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's your next question? My next question is, let me get it up. Ooh, this is a good one. If MySpace were still a thing, what would my profile song be? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I didn't know they had... Like, we were just, we were beyond, we were too young for MySpace, so I didn't even know they had profiles oh, yeah. on. I didn't either. Um, MySpace, I think your song would be something, like, older, maybe, like, mm-hmm. R&B. Yeah. Um, mm, mm, you know, my one of my favorite songs, like, favorite R&B 90s song. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I feel like maybe some D'Angelo Maybe yeah, like one. Lady. I can see that. Um, that's not my favorite song, though. I don't know if you know. I don't know if I told you my favorite song. I probably haven't told you, but. I can see I, I can see D'Angelo. Is it Brown Sugar or Higher? No, that's not my favorite, favorite. But I do. I mean, okay. I would put D'Angelo on there. Like, that's definitely, that's in the realm of possibility for sure. Got it. Okay. So what's the favorite song? So my favorite song actually is a Brandy song. It's from uh, the Wayne Exhale soundtrack, Sitting Up in My Room. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. That's fair. Sitting Up in My Room. Have you, I listen to that song all the time. I love that song. I mean, I've like heard it through you, but like, I don't just like listen to it. Sitting Up in My Room. When I discovered that song, because, you know, I like rediscovered oh, it. I used to blast it. Oh. Blasting Sitting Up in My Room. <laughs> Jesus. That's like, like, that's like, that's like solid R&B right there, okay? Solid. It is. It really is. I'm, I'm going to give that to you. Uh, and that's a solid piece of quality content, you know? Yeah. 
Okay, what about me? On the vocals. Uh, Yours would definitely be like a neo soul indie track. Something they play at Urban Outfitters. Like Cleo Soul might be one. Uh, yeah, Cleo Soul. You, you used to listen to somebody named Birdie. I don't know if you listen to that anymore. Oh, I love Birdie. Yeah, she's great. Well, old Birdie. I don't really know about new Birdie. Or like, um, uh, I'm trying to think. I feel like these indie band names have like us be so random. Yeah, they are. They don't like really but, have any relevance. Like definitely somebody like Cleo Soul. Are you used to listen to Sabrina Claudio, right? I love her too. She's great. She shouldn't yeah. be kind of problematic the, or was, but any of those songs you would hear at Urban Outfitters, basically. Yeah. That playlist, just put that on my MySpace. Where yeah. you go with that. Yeah. That's fair. I definitely love Birdie still, but old Birdie and definitely love um Sabrina still. Listen to her faithfully. Mm-hmm. Too loose. That's my dog. Frank mm-hmm. Ocean. Literally anything Frank Ocean, you can just put that on there. That's great. Literally love him. Oh, yeah, Frank Ocean. Um, yeah, you can throw some Beyonce on there, too. Like, old Beyonce, this new album, not it. But yeah. anything else, put that on there, too. Um, what else? Yeah, that's probably, like, all you probably would know. Cleo Soul. Oh, my God. That is my girl. Yes. Also, mm-hmm. Anita Baker. I really want to go to one of her concerts. Oh, yeah. And, like, new yeah, tickets. Yeah. Too expensive. Seriously. So, Yeah. I don't know if she's even mm-hmm. going on a tour anymore. I think that was her last tour. Yeah, I think I think that was, and that's why they were so expensive. Yeah, she might do it. Like Nobody can pay that, like, ma'am. <laughs> but I don't think she's going on a tour anymore. She gotta be in her sixties. Yeah, she's getting on up there. I, I guess it's fair, but she probably was like, "I can't keep doing this." Seriously, I don't blame her. Yeah, All right. Um. What do I think I'm most like? What do you think I'm most likely to splurge to splurge on? Mm, something for your animals or a car. <laughs> it probably the animals. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get. You're gonna pay that vet bill. I don't care. Oh yeah, faithfully. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're gonna go get checked <laughs> out. They're gonna get anything they want, pretty much. They're gonna get their treats. They're gonna oh, yeah. get their vet care. They're going to mm-hmm. get their proper nutrition and hay. Yep. I'm literally in the store like every other day getting freaking bunny veggies. Get their veggies. <laughs> they're going to get it. Period. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why Seriously. does someone still think they're just, they're entitled? Because <laughs> I make them that you way. You the store yeah. every other day. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Honey, don't be late now. Don't be late. <laughs> I'm telling you, they'll start flipping bricks. Your check is my check. <laughs> Honey, they don't even know what a check is, and they're already feeling entitled. <laughs> exactly. It's giving a real life ghetto. Seriously. I think that's what you're most likely to splurge on. Or like a vacation. Oh, uh, not even that, because then I have to like pay somebody to wash the animals. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so maybe it's just the Probably animals. Probably the animals. <laughs> it's literally the animals. <laughs> that's true. Okay. What do I think you're most likely to splurge on? Goodwill. Goodwill. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Not even shopping. Goodwill. Seriously. Not even, literally, seriously, not even shopping. Literally, Goodwill. I'm not, not making this up. But the, the thing is, store. Like, I find the goods at the Goodwill. It's not like I come up short at Goodwill. Yeah, that's so, so true. 
literally like if Courtney's somewhere you can better believe she's at a goodwill if Courtney ever like something happened to Courtney I'm like did you check the goodwills did you check (laughs) are you sure she's not at the good or his house are you positive (laughs) or like when some first door around because seriously yeah y'all gotta check there first now don't get all anxious until you check there okay (laughs) you check the first door (laughs) seriously no I'm not even joking I'm dead serious (laughs) I think I would splurge on that or some like some of my artwork. I would probably splurge or spend what I needed to spend. Well, I don't know. I yeah, cut corners with artwork, but well, I was yeah. It. I feel like you're a little cheaper when it comes to your artwork. You're like, okay, no, let's do this instead of this because it saves money. Versus yeah. with Goodwill, you're just like, oh, this is it. Like this is it. Yeah. Because I'm never gonna get it again. I know I'm never gonna find that ever again. Very true. Very true. My artwork, I know I can finesse a little. You know, get the same look somehow, some way. Yeah, true. If I can Photoshop it, but Goodwill is good as gone if you leave it right there. Very true. Yeah, no, that's so true. If you leave it, it's probably not going to be there. So yeah, and the thing about Goodwill is it's always unique stuff because you never know. Like nobody in the vicinity is probably going to have that. Very true. You know. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's your question? Okay, my question is. Let me pull it up. Um, what does my Instagram tell you about me? This is good. Okay, so Courtney has two Instagrams. She has a regular Instagram, and then she has her, um, like, her aesthetic, like, clothing Instagram. It's almost mm-hmm. like a model page. It's giving mm-hmm. very, like, aesthetically pleasing, very 2000s girl, um, very, like, just, like, it's like an aesthetic, you know what I mean? Like, you know how Tumblr used to be back in the day where you like would have pictures oh, yeah. of these things like scrolling? It's giving very like Tumblr vibes. Um, my Instagram? My style Instagram? Yeah, like your style Instagram is giving very like Tumblr. Like you would see that and you're like, oh my God, yes, I want to dress like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very much to me and like kind of like almost Barbie, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what it's giving. You know what's so party. weird? I've decided that like I have like, mm-hmm. like, I'm like more preoccupied with Barbie than I thought I was. <laughs> like I think it's so. A weird, it's a weird like preoccupation, like the like standard, you know, white girl thing like that. I don't know why that's like a preoccupation of mine, but it is. Everything is like artistically. Really? I need to like make it Barbie somehow. Like would Barbie approve? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Or just, it's just interesting, I guess, because I consider Barbie like, She's so, like, standard and typical, but also so problematic at the same time. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. So that's why I guess I, it interests me as well. Same thing with, like, the Kardashians. They just mm-hmm. interest me and disgust me at the same time. And that's why why it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So, but yeah. All right. But, uh, so you think that about my style Instagram? What do you think about my art Instagram? Is it just, like, artists sharing information? So our Instagram, I think it's like kind of like the opposite. It's more of like a critique um, mm-hmm. on just like society, really, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I say about the art. Art is more of a critique and your style is more of like early 2000s, fun, aesthetically pleasing, having a good time. So, it, you know, it's kind of like night and day, you get best of both worlds kind of thing. Yeah, that's why I had to separate them. True. <laughs> 
different. It was a little confusing. It was a little confusing. <laughs> I was trying to streamline, you know, because I used to just post everything to the artist one, and I was like, ah, we got to streamline it. Yeah, I feel that. So get a little consistency going. Exactly. But yeah, I so I think your Instagram. Well, you deleted Instagram for a long time, so yeah, you those for a very long time. But I think your <laughs> Instagram, like, definitely screams more that holistic. You know, plant mom. I have animals. <laughs> Wait, which Instagram? Your neutrals Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very like natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even Keiko talks is very neutral as well. Mm-hmm. So, well, you can tell I I handle that. <laughs> you can tell because it's, it's just the same vibe. Brown and sort of mm-hmm. like natural these, like, mm-hmm. earth tones and like yeah, you know, yeah. But I mean, it's, you probably really calming. can tell. Yeah, you really can. Those colors are very calming. Versus when yeah. you compare to my Instagram, my Instagram colors are sort of loud and like almost primary colors and. Yeah, and like highlighter pinks. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> orange and green or whatever. Even my artist Instagram is a little more loud, you know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's like it's sort of calming looking at those colors. I think for sure. Yeah, that's fair. Neutrals or on um, Keiko talks, mm-hmm. you know. So it's different. I'm cool with it though. Yeah, me too. Speaking of, I'm about to do another fashion shoot pretty soon. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. Instagram link in the bio. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> okay, next question. Um, what reality show do you think I'm most likely to binge watch? Explain. Ooh, this is good. Well, you used to be a reality show watcher. You really oh, did. For like, sure. At the height of reality shows, Caitlin only watched. Oh, yeah, I was there. And I oh, 100%. Why? You're like, what the fuck? Like, what the heck? You know, I'm talking mean? everything mob wise, Real Housewives oh, yeah. of Atlanta, the VH1, um, what is it? Uh, the Black Ink Crew. Black Ink I'm, crew, I'm yeah. not talking any reality TV show. Man. I was there and you I knew all the details. Bad. They used to call me the Sunrise News at home because I knew all the details. Yeah. <laughs> like, <sighs> you would be pissed if people were like, stopping your show or not. Oh, not stop my recording. Watching uh-huh. your like it was yeah, so wild so because Caitlin was so reality TV and I was so mm-hmm. sitcom, so anti reality yeah. TV. Seriously, um, yeah, but yeah, you watch uh, Blacking Crew is like what comes to mind. Oh my god, yeah, you know? all the time. What like, else do I used to watch? The Kardashians I watched for a long time. Kardashians. Um, Did you used to watch Teen Mom for a while? Oh yeah, Teen Mom. Love that. All the seasons. Yeah. Um, even the the spinoffs. I watch all of those. Yeah. Um, what else? I'm literally any reality show that you can think of, I was probably watching it. So, yeah. yeah. I didn't really, <laughs> I used to, the only one I really used to sort of get into was Real Housewives of Atlanta. Is because <laughs> I thought Nene was just such a character. Yeah, she, she was. <laughs> yeah. So I used to get into that one, but that was honestly pretty much it. Yeah, that's fair. All right, yeah, let me see. What reality that. show did you think? You're most likely. I don't. Courtney really didn't watch reality TV show. Like she said, most likely the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, she didn't really like reality. wasn't her thing. She would watch um, like Who's the Boss, I Dream of Jeannie, um, older shows like that. Uh, I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that was before. I still watch sitcoms to the day. 
Anything you made in like 1649, that's what she used to watch. Are we still watching the Bernie Mac show? Oh, it's, gross. It's officially old enough now to be like classic. You cannot. It's pretty good. You think so? I mean, it's an interesting filming style. They filmed it almost like a mockumentary. True. That's true. So it's not. All right. Like, so <clears throat> what's your next card? So this is my last question for level one. Mm-hmm. This is what subject do you think I thrived in at school? Did I fail any? Um, so Courtney definitely did not fail any. Um, I think the subjects you probably thrived in were all subjects. <laughs> Courtney was an IB, so um Huh? No, okay, math, you know, math and science was not my thing. I struggled through okay, that. Okay, it wasn't your thing, but I don't think you, like, really struggled, like. Oh, girl, I was I like, do you think so? Okay, maybe <laughs> I mean, in IB, I but, like, in regular classes, I don't, because IB was, like, that was, like, freaking astronaut math and science, yeah. okay? So, it was, I mean, I don't even think college-level math is on that level. Yeah, I don't even think college-level math is on that level. I don't think so. I, I think everybody was at 17. I don't know. <laughs> seriously. Seriously. Um, so, but okay. Courtney definitely was really good in English and um, in history though. Like phenomenal. Yeah, so my, those were her things. So, or like yeah. social. Yeah. Social studies, like English. Or art um, classes. You think you took some art classes art too. Classes. I took a couple art mm-hmm. classes. Which is like what I end up like obviously trying to do with my life. So there we go. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think your subjects that you throw in were like the opposite. <laughs> it was like oh, more the sure. math, more the sciences. Like, all of those. like those are great. And yeah, all of those. And it's like, we just couldn't have been more like night and day in that, in that realm, honestly. I think like, I'm also very like analytical. You're very just like free uh, thinking, free minds, hearts are open, you know. <laughs> Yeah, very like inventive, creative, you know, I'm very like, okay, give me a formula, I got you. (laughs) Plug it in, get your output, you know? So, yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's fair. Yeah. It was like the stuff that I just like, I had to make myself get through like sciences and maths and stuff. Like you really, it wasn't just I was like having a great time doing that kind of thing. I was just like, you know, I was trying to keep up with the expectation of the grades more than anything for those classes. True. I feel that. Yeah. Versus like me, I was like in English, like I would literally say I knew I needed to write a paper for months. Didn't really matter. I would write it the day before saying at all godly times of the night. and say, hey, Courtney, can you read this? Or mom, can you read this? And Courtney would typically tell me no, because like I'm going to sleep. Mom would mm-hmm. like try to like crack her eye open and read it. But <laughs> like all that grammatical editing and stuff like that, you were just getting this paper teacher. Yeah. I used to always make like bees on my papers just because I would not edit. Like who yeah. cares? <laughs> But I mean, it is important. So I hate to say that. Who cares? But back then, I was just like, you either read it or you don't. Okay. Yeah. And I, had, I think I had like a private thing with a teacher, and she was not, you know, those little meetings they have. And she was just like, why don't you edit your papers? And I'm like, and mind you, I'm in AP. So it wasn't that I didn't have the ability. I'm in AP. Yeah. And she was just like, why don't you edit your papers? And I'm just like, I just don't, I'm just not in the mood. <laughs> like, oh, I write these things the night before, lady. Edit. Yeah. Who has time for that? I wish I would have had 
as far as like English is concerned, I wish I would have been introduced to creative writing earlier because so much of school, they kill like any kind of joy that comes out of writing because they make it like essay based and everything has to be, you know, this like explanatory, like get your sources and you have to explain. And like, that is one form of writing, but that's such a small group of, I don't say small, but that is one form of writing. And it's not that that's bad, but writing is also a pleasurable experience when you actually, when you're able to put your own self, your ideas or whatever into it. At least for me it is now. Maybe everybody doesn't enjoy coming up with stories or whatever, but I wish I would have been exposed to creative writing so much earlier versus just essays. Cause I, I actually really did not like writing like that until I got to be in college when I started doing creative writing. That's when I was mm-hmm. like, I like writing. Really? You know? And when then that's when I was like, I want to continue creatively writing and become a writer. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Until college. Because until then, when you study English and even English literature in college, it's all essays. All of its essays is very small creative, you know, time unless you take certain workshops and stuff. Uh So I took one final workshop my second semester spring year, senior year. It was a short story workshop. And I was like, I love this. Why was I not doing this years ago? Because I would have, and now, you know, I write on my own and I write stuff all the time, but it's like, I wouldn't have, I didn't know how much I enjoyed it when it's creative, when I get to really craft the narrative. That's That's the worst to me. Like, give me a prompt. Give me what I need and I can give you a paper. But for me mm-hmm. to come up with it, child, that's crazy. <laughs> you are really asking for a lot. Well, the thing is, I always liked reading. So it wasn't mm-hmm. that I didn't like, I like, I love fiction. I love reading novels, you know, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't have, I just, I, for some reason, nobody had explained to me that you could actually like write these things yourself. Like you can, there's an art form to this and you can do it. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Yeah, really it's very like formula based at school. Like you read a book, write a paper. Yeah, and I think that's. Not, I think that's a skill to have. But if you're going into the academic realm where you're actually like, you know, testing theories or, or not testing theories, but like when you're writing academic papers, that's what you need to do is that essay style. Yeah, that's true. You need to know that. But how many people go into the academic realm and become professors and have their work published in journals and stuff? Seriously, mm, not that many. Oh yeah, very few. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, so I'm like, it's not that I don't think that we should be doing that stuff. It's just I think that we need to, you got to expand it, explain at least there is an option to be creative with writing, you know? Because uh-huh. most of the books and stuff yeah. we're studying are fictional, which means somebody creatively wrote that. That wasn't, uh-huh. you know, reality. So anyway that's my diatribe and I like I mourn for little me because I could have been writing short stories at 15 but I wasn't because I just hated essays (laughs) but yeah so did I answer your part of the question yeah I think so yeah yeah I I mentioned that you you said science and math yeah yeah okay cool well you want to move on to level two then Yep. So that is the a wrap on level one perception. We appreciate you guys listening to us play. We're not really strangers, and we hope that you guys enjoy the game enough to maybe go buy the game and play it yourselves. Um, this is definitely one of my favorites, so definitely go grab it. 
um, either check it out on their website. I think it's we're not really strangers.com or something like that. I'm just looking it up. It's there. And I got mine from Target. But they do have like additional packs and whatnot where you can um, do, you know, there's like a healing one, a self-love one. Um, I think there's the couples one, the family one, uh, the regular one, obviously. So definitely go check it out. And I will put the link down in the, in the description as well. So join us in the next one where we will be talking about the connection level, which is level two. We'll be answering those questions. And then in the following episode, we'll be doing level three. And that round is called reflection. So we hope to see you guys in the next one. Bye.